This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. Honorable mentions now, okay? Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, T. Higgins. T. Higgins, honorable mention. Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddell, and Devontae Smith. Um, listen, uh, I know you love yourself, T. Higgins. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan of T. Higgins, too. Uh, I know you don't think I'm as high as I need to be on T Higgins, uh, but I do like T Higgins. I like T Higgins a lot, uh, but uh, it is a little bit surprising to see him uh, in this honorable mention group for me anyways, uh, especially when you take a look at some of the other players uh, on this list. Yeah. I think that they pretty clearly grouped all of these like number two, one B receivers, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the T Higgins, the Jalen Waddle, the Devonte Smith. Um, I think, that might need to go in the other way in terms of the order there. Devontae Smith, I think, is the best player of those three. And then T. Higgins mm-hmm. and Jalen Waddle is a little closer to me. Uh, but yeah, I I, I kind of get their standpoint there. I, I'm honestly I'm surprised he wasn't top 10. But I think they they uh not not that I think he's a top 10 receiver as T. Higgins, but I think generally that is how the Bengals group is discussed. Uh mm. and, and I was a little surprised to not see him uh, pushing the top 10, whereas I think guys like like I think DK Metcalf and Terry McLaurin are better players than D Higgins, and I think some other national outlets might not agree with me on that. Right. Uh, so I was I was a little surprised to see that. Uh, Mike Evans, you know he's he's high on both these lists here, just outside the top ten. And I think if I was doing my top ten rankings heading into last year, Mike Evans is for sure a top ten receiver. But as mm-hmm. I stand here right now, I think he's probably closer to fifteen for me than he is to ten. Uh, if and and. That's tough because Mike Evans has been a dog. You know, he has oh, yeah. been a, oh, yeah. a oh, yeah. guy and, and and he's been great. He's I think he's been one of the most underrated separators because he's great as in contested catch guy, but he's been really good against man press coverage. I think we saw a bit of a step back last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at his reception perception profile. It's certainly he's running a lot of vertical routes, almost too many vertical routes with the Tom Brady getting rid of the ball in like two seconds, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, behind a bad offensive line, too many vertical routes. Uh-huh. But I think he we we might be in like the first stages of the Mike Evans is is a really good but no longer great player. Uh, so I I think he's just a tough guy to rank too. I think he's better than New Hopkins right now, but those guys are both kind of in the same range of, all right, are they closer to like 15, 20 than, you know, eight to 10 where they would have been a year ago now. Um, So he's someone that struck me there. Mike Evans too, did have to kind of sort of battle through some injuries, minor, you know, nicks and bruises. Yeah. Yeah. Hamstring type stuff. And, And if you think about, especially the hamstring for what he does for what he does, Matt, uh, that's, that's a tough injury to fight through. 
Um, so, you know, I don't, it doesn't totally surprise me to see that maybe he did struggle a little bit uh, in 2022. Mike Evans, 15 games played, 127 targets, 77 receptions, a 60.6% uh, catch rate, 11.24 through the air, and six touchdowns. Man, his consecutive streak of 1,000 plus yards, man, it's absolutely bananas. Absolute craziness. And I know he's going for it again, obviously. Uh, in 2023. And I think that would set the record, would it not? I think he actually already has the record, if I'm not mistaken, um, well, for consecutive thousand yard seasons to start his career. Good luck to <laughs> him this year. <laughs> Who's going to throw him the ball? Baker? Kyle? Tra I don't know what's going to happen. We'll see oh my God, uh, what happens yeah. in Tampa Bay. It could get a little I was struck too sure. that Garrett Wilson immediately in the honorable mention group. Um, true. True. I look, I'm a little, it's hard when form and, like I said, I, I want to put rankings up on the site, you know, hopefully in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Look, this is a, the hardest position, I think. One of the hardest positions to rank in the NFL, which is probably why Jeremy Fowler saved this one for um, last. Uh, I think I think it's the last one, or at least like running backs have been done, quarterbacks have been done, I think mm -hmm. tight ends have been done, uh, a lot of defensive positions, you know, defensive tackle has been done. Yep. I think this might be the last or close to the last because it's really difficult and I think people can have – really legitimate disagreements about these. So I do think it's really tough to rank. Again, it's tough to rank a guy like Mike Evans or DeAndre Hopkins against a Garrett Wilson and a Chris Olave. Olave, by the mm. way, is in the additional votes group. And uh, right. I think I think he should be in the honorable mention. I think you can make an argument that he's better than Garrett Wilson. Um, so I, I it, it's tough because it's like, I don't I, – I, where am I – like, who would I rather have? I would kind of rather have one of those younger guys just because I kind of know where they're going from an upward trajectory standpoint. But to you, it seems crazy to say I'm going to have Garrett Wilson over Mike Evans in my lit, in my rankings or I'm going to have Chris Olave over DeAndre Hopkins in my rankings, but I kind of feel that way. And the real tough thing – Matt, that's not crazy at all. I mean, again, this is not a lifetime achievement award. We're not talking about who's had the better career. We're not talking about – you know, who would you, whose career would you rather have? We're talking about in 2023, the year of our Lord, 2023, who would you rather have Nuke Hopkins or Garrett Wilson? Come on now. Give me Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Give me, I mean, give a, me a, Wilson, a freakier sure. athlete. He's, he's obviously popping open for plays. Catch rate was terrible, but again, the qu worst quarterback situation in the NFL, you know, now he's got Aaron Rodgers. Sign me up, baby. I, Garrett Wilson is going to absolutely eat in 2023. He's going to go freaking crazy. He's going off. In 2023, man, Garrett Wilson uh, is is that dude. So I think actually the harder exercise is not ranking Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave against those guys. It's actually ranking Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave against Jalen Waddle or T. Higgins or Devontae mm -hmm. Smith because right. it's just we've seen those guys do it and who they are in the NFL for two years. Yeah. Um, I, and, and that's a big and, difference, man. And that's a big difference, but – like <laughs> the the rookie year for Garrett Wilson and the rookie year for Chris Olave were better than anything that T Higgins has done in the NFL. I I think personally <laughs> based on reception perception and based on that, but it's like it's one year that are rookies does is that the best that they can do are they topped out is there more that they can do? That's actually I think the hardest like ranking here. And and do you want to be conservative and because I think I'd put some of those guys in like the superstar territory that we've talked about before. And I'm mm -hmm. not, I mean, can you put a rookie in the soup? No, I think like 
a guy going into his second year is like trying to make the case that he should be in that superstar yeah. tier for like a Garrett Wilson. And I think you'll make that case. I think both those guys are going to make that case. He'll be awesome this year, but I think you have to see him make it first. Um, yeah. So th- those are, I think actually the sneaky toughest guys to rank there. And, um, you know, like I said, Jalen Waddle, Devonte Smith, T Higgins, uh, are all kind of, I think you can use your imagination and imagine them as top targets on their team. But I think the coaches and executives kind of put them behind a couple guys in Metcalf and, and, and McLaurin who are, you know, more closer to number ones. By the way, the one thing I'll say about Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave is, yeah, obviously they had phenomenal rookie years. Uh, and, and I've just got done saying, I think Garrett Wilson is going to go supernova um, in 2023. Okay, now, if I could argue against myself for just a little bit here, okay? I mean, I get it, too. Defensive coordinators are going to adjust. They've got more game tape now. They know what it's going to take to stop some of these guys. They know what some of their tendencies are. They know what they like to do. These defensive coordinators, man, I'm telling you, they're smart guys, man. They know how to take away what you like to do, but can you keep doing that? I think they will be able to keep keep doing what, they're, what they like to do um, just because you can't stop you know, certain things, uh, Garrett Wilson, you, you can't stop that freaky athleticism in addition to the, to the route running in addition to now throwing in Aaron Rodgers, you, you can't stop that. Right. But the th- there stuff, is something yeah. to be, yeah, there, but there is something to be said about that, right? Like defensive coordinators are going to try to game plan to take away some of your strengths. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh it's, it's certainly, uh, uh, an interesting list here. Uh, I'll go to the, to the Jeremy Fowler, uh, additional votes here. These are guys that were not in the top 10. We're not honorable mention. These were just additional votes. Amon Ross St. Brown, Chris Olave, Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley. Interesting. Yeah, aggressive. <laughs> that's, that's aggressive. I, I like projecting, but I, even I think that's aggressive. Uh, Amari Cooper was in the additional votes. Tyler Lockett, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore. Interesting as well. New Hopkins, Mike Williams, Mike Williams, additional <laughs> votes. Mike Williams. In- Interesting. Okay. And then Chris Godwin also got an additional vote there. Mike Williams though. Yeah. Yeah. No disrespect to Mike Williams, but that was the first name that I was like, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know that Mike (laughs) Williams has ever, I don't even know that Mike Williams has ever been the best receiver on his own team. Oh, period like period uh and, and i look you could obviously say that with some mike of the other williams. guys on this list too like come on bro i i don't know i i don't think i don't think mike williams has ever been a number one receiver let's put it that way and i think that a lot of those other guys that are second fiddle on their team could be number one receivers and and i i it's like the mike williams thing is so weird because like i remember a couple years ago when people talked about mike williams like he was garbage and then uh it was like no he's not he actually is a pretty good pretty good player and now it's like we've swung so far the other way. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's just. I, that seems I odd. Know. That seems I mean, odd. Look, I think. DJ, well, go ahead. I mean, Matt, I mean, let's think about this here. Okay. We're talking about they just drafted a guy um, in Quentin Johnson. Even the Chargers are telling you Mike Williams is not that bad boy. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. That, that, was a, that was an interesting one uh, to see him get an additional vote there. All right, so that's uh, that's the 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 list from Jeremy Fowler's group and from Madden. So we get to our guy. Drum roll. Let's go. Top ten. Matt Harmon, give it to me. All right. 
top 10, like I said, I'm working on these for, for the website. I'm hoping to actually post them. Um, and you know, there'll be tears involved in all this. You know, it's not a Matt Harmon ranking if there's no tears, but how dare you? Uh, number just number give, one, just give me the numbers, Matt. Just give me, no, the no numbers. here now I'm just going to give you the numbers, but the version <laughs> on the right, site cool. will have tears and, and context all right, all and all that nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but just for here context. for the podcast, okay, number good. one, I do think is yes. Justin Jefferson. I think right. he's, graduated to that i think he belongs as a top 10 receiver in the nfl and he is i mean just pure just goodness at everything great great mm-hmm. separator big time vertical threat he's number one number two is Devonte adams still to me i think Devonte adams is we talked about him on the last episode he's still an elite separator against man press coverage true number one can't talk about him with aaron Rodgers anymore he rocks number three I this where it gets dicey. Let's go. I juggled this one a lot um, between Tyree Kill and Stefan Diggs. I ultimately, <laughs> I ultimately went with Stefan Diggs, and I don't think people are going to be too too surprised by that. Um, no. You know, elite separator versus man press coverage. You know the deal. He's uh, the best route runner in the NFL, or at least he's got to be only ranked in terms of route running with Jefferson and Adams. You know, he's he's right there. So I went with Diggs. Tyree Kill, I think I could. If you want to put him three, you put him three. I've got him at four. Um, he's another great route runner, but an elite speed threat. Number five, another spot that I juggled a lot, but I ultimately went with Jamar Chase at number five. I think the, the separation stats I read off earlier, where he's been over seventy-five percent, over eighty percent success rate versus press end zone last year, while running nine routes this is his most commonly run route getting double covered a ton, a ton last year. He's, he's, he's an alpha. I think he deserves to be five. Yep. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I've got, I've got A.J. Brown at six. I've got okay. A.J. Brown at six because uh, he's another guy that has been top five in success rate versus man press coverage each of the last three years in reception perception. Took a step against zone coverage last year. Um, Ross Tucker was on the show with us and yep. talked about how I think more people know now that he's a great go-route runner and a great uh, – contested receiver uh and then number seven i have cooper cup and i do think this is where those are the elite guys to me it's a drop off then to like superstar number ones next and look the reason i have cooper cup here the funny thing the funny thing about ranking cooper cup here and people having pushback on it is that okay if you had cooper cup ranked as like your number seven receiver heading into the 2021 season people would have been like Freaked what out. crack what crack are you right. smoking and now if you yes. don't have him top five you will look like an idiot but my only thing <laughs> with cooper cup, my only thing with cooper cup here and i think cooper cup's yeah. great like i said second best success rate versus zone coverage ever charted in reception perception the year he went nuts i think that justin jefferson Devonte adams stefan diggs tyree kill jamar chase and aj brown could play and thrive and be awesome in cooper cup's role i am not convinced that cooper cup could play in those six guys role right because it's very different than his and be the same player so that's why i have him as my last of the elite guys number eight is terry mclaurin for me 
Uh, I'm, Wait, I'm real with, quick. I, let me go back. Let me go back okay. to the Cooper Cup thing. Okay, so um, I, I, I'm just going to throw some gasoline onto this fire. Okay, um, I love Cooper Cup. I love what he's done. Okay, but remember, we're talking about the top ten players going into 2023. Yes. Yes. Okay, so he's coming off of a major injury. Also, I was surprised, but you know, he's only cracked a thousand yards two times in his career. Now, obviously, yeah. he would have got to easily got to a thousand yards last year, but he had an injury. Okay, but that injury now factors into 2023. But again, he's only cracked a thousand yards two times in six years in the NFL. He's only cracked six touchdowns two times in six years in the NFL as well. Both of those years, obviously, uh, one was the, the triple crown year where he just went absolutely bonkers in 2021. And then in 2019, he had a really great season as well, where he had 1161 through the air and t- 10 touchdowns. So when we're talking about, uh, to, to your point, where if you ranked Cooper Cup in your top five going into 2021, people thought, okay, you're crazy. It's because of that, right? Because he didn't have the production really uh, to, to kind of sort of back up that ranking. And, and again, when you go into 2023, I'm just saying, I don't know what this offense is going to look like. You know, we're, we're hoping we, we think Sean McVay will figure it out. We think Stafford's going to be healthier. We think Cooper Cup's going to be healthier, but we don't know. We don't know. So I, I think him being here uh, is actually is actually respectful of Cooper mm. Cup at seven. I, I almost think I'd almost rather have him a little slightly lower, maybe like nine or ten. Yeah, I get it. I, I do think that he showed last year too that he was just like on the same pace though that he of what he was going to be. Was. But I get your, your sure. point about the injury. That's that's certainly one to bring up. It's just yeah, it is is funny how the tides have changed so mm-hmm. drastically on Cooper Cup. But I do think his play on the field the last two years backs up being grouped in this in this territory now. Uh, I think again, it's just I'm not going to have him one, two, three, four, five, or anything like that. I, I think right. I think if you want to put him ahead of AJ Brown, or uh, I think it's fine, but I'm going to personally put AJ Brown uh, one spot higher. Terry McLaurin, I'm going to have at eight, uh, as I mentioned. Uh, you know, yep. Terry McLaurin's awesome. I love Terry McLaurin, and he is a true number one receiver through and through, downfield vertical threat, st- a star. Yep, yep. He is he is a star. We know the deal with Terry McLaurin. You subscribe to Reception Perception, you know the deal with Terry McLaurin. Madden knows ball, and the, scout, <laughs> the coaches and scouts and executives. They all know ball. They talk to Jeremy Fowler. Top they 10, know baby. he's a top Let's 10 go. receiver. Let's I guess go. we can get – we win the Terry McLaurin wars uh, here yes, at Reception did. Perception. Nine, I'm going to have CeeDee Lamb. Um, I think CeeDee Lamb is – you know, he is not a slot-only player. If you criticize CeeDee Lamb for being a slot-only player and then you don't talk about Cooper Cup, uh, you're maybe being a little disingenuous. Uh, yes. I think CeeDee Lamb, he could play – X receiver if the Cowboys wanted him to. He could play flanker receiver if the Cowboys wanted him to. They just do mm-hmm. a lot of slot stuff with him to maximize him. You know, he's been incredibly consistent against man press coverage, as I mentioned earlier. I think Stevie Lamb here. 10 is where it's hard. 10 Ooh, is hard. Okay. Okay. And there's a lot of different directions you can go. We talked about the lifetime achievement guys like Hopkins and Evans. I don't think, or Keenan Allen, I don't think belong here anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough with these second fiddle types like T Higgins and Jalen Waddle and, um, and Devonte Smith and not in that order. I wouldn't put him in that order, but I think I can't really consider them at the top 10 at this point, even though I think all those guys could be number ones if, if, if they really needed to, Okay. I I also think the Tyler Lockett DK Metcalf thing is tough, right? You you know how mm-hmm. I feel about that. Right. Uh, you, you know, do you want to go full 
reception perception truther and put Brandon Ayuk yes. here? <laughs> you could do that. Do you want to? I think Debo deserves to be in the discussion on this fringes. I, Amon Ross St. Brown's a name to talk about too, but I don't think really. I don't think he's a top ten receiver in the NFL. No, Garrett Wilson, so Chris Olave. I'm not ready. I'm not ready to do that. So all that's kind of my contention here for the top ten. And uh, look, I, I'm going to say that I really want to put the two Seahawks guys here, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf here at number ten. Okay. And yeah. look, I'm Tyler. sorry, but Tyler Lockett has been a better has been a better player the last two years. So I'm going to say that you'd go Tyler Lockett slash DK Metcalf as number ten. But Lockett has is the first on the on the on the list. So that's my <laughs> top ten uh, receivers in the NFL. Uh, going into this year, um, look, I mean, that's an it's an awesome group. That, like I said, eleven to twenty is really hard to rank as well. Eleven so. to twenty, you just mix them all up. You put them in a bag, and then you start talking about roles and what. That's do you why want we have the tiers, the, you know. Yeah, that's why eleven we have to twenties. Eleven to twenties is just a it's just a grab bag, man. It's it's tough. Jalen Waddle certainly des- deserves something in that conversation, but as you mentioned, you know, some of these guys, it just depends on what do you want out of that receiver. You know, do you want a guy that goes up and gets it downfield? Do you want a guy in open space, crazy yak guy? Do you want a guy in the slot? Then then Amon Ross St. Brown's your guy. You know, like what do you want, man? Do you want a first down maker? That's Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, you want a yak guy? That's 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 gonna be you know Jalen Waddle. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it, there's certainly roles that these guys uh, will play. 